I'm gas, bro. Yeah. This ain't no, you feel me? I ain't, I ain't got no gimmicks to me. Um, I shot this, um, uh, I shot this to the world because I feel like the narratives of the league sometimes are too top heavy. They too Laker, they too, too Boston, they too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like the Indianas, the Orlandos, um, uh, the, the Utah Jazz, the Portlands. They got young teams that are really doing well with young players. And I wanted to show you some love. So I was on that. Like, I don't want to talk about some of the top. I want to talk about the Indianas. I want to talk about some of these other teams that's doing well. So thank you for giving me the time, yo. Man, y'all know what it is, man. It's KG Certified, man. We're here with the man himself, man, Tyrese Halliburton, man. Thank you for joining me Good today, day, man. I appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, you are in that conversation, my friend. I got to ask you my first question. What's the difference between this year and last year? Uh, I'll just say my confidence. My confidence. I think everybody, I think there are certain guys that can relate to last year was my first year of being like the guy. You mm. know what I mean? So last year was my first year of seeing certain coverages and, and uh, really establishing myself, understanding like mm. if I don't shoot, I ain't shooting enough, like we probably gonna lose. You know what I mean? That was mm. my first year of having to do that. So this year having a year of that under my belt of being the guy, uh, just understanding how I could contribute differently, uh, what I can do differently and my, and my preparation was, was correct. Knowing like, all right, we work in end of the shot clock stuff and he's like, and you know, you know, working with guys and they're like, we need you to get to this. I'm like, well, that's not what I'm going to get to. Like, I know what my go-to moves are, end of clock, stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just having a year under my belt, I think, grew my confidence a lot. You know, one of the things I noticed right off the top, man, I have a phrase someone gave to me a long time ago, and I see you using it. Um, a lot of times, I don't care if you're getting it off the rebound and it's coming out of bounds, catching it, or you getting it off the call or whatever. You have a sense of where you're going coming out of the driveway. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, you're coming out the driveway, you know you're backing up, you know you know, you know where you're going. When I see you catch it off, whatever it is, boom, as soon as your head is up, I see two, three, I, I see it. I see it in your face. I see it. Um, tell me about um, where do you get your progression and some of your development? Like, you just feel, uh, it feels like the feel for the game. Mm -hmm. Where do you get that from? What, yeah, I think just, to be honest, my teachers growing up within the game, you know what I mean? Like, I played... Our coach back home, legendary high school coach, Coach Shady, uh, we used to work all the time on playing fast, getting the ball out. We would do, you know, five on no stuff where it's like, you know, one to two, one to three, one to five, one to one, one to four. You know what I mean? And we're getting in and out. And I've been doing that since I was like eight years old. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? And so just having an understanding of that and, and also understanding I'm not with like all the gimmicks and stuff of like when the shot go in, they celebrate and doing all that. Like, no, nah, we coming right back at you. And just understanding that because... In the NBA, especially where we are today, like everybody's scoring 100, 110, 120. I mean, we played the Hawks at 150, you know what I mean? So it's like, we, we don't got time to sulk about the defense stop. We coming right back at you, you know what I mean? And, and it's up to you if you can keep up with that. You cool with the pace? You like the pace of the oh, game I today? I love it, I love it. You like the, free, you like the freedom of movement? Yeah, I, I do. I, I think that's, what's, that's what I'm loving about the in-season tournament. Uh, hopefully I get to play in the playoffs this year. You, you know, you're allowed to get away with more stuff. The refs officiated differently. You know what I mean? I felt like in that Boston game, the Milwaukee game, we can be a little bit more physical, get away with, you know, certain stuff. So I can appreciate that, that the game is officiated a little differently. And, you know, as players, you got to just, you got to feel it out sometimes. You got to yep. see, all right, they let me get away with a push here. Uh, they're not going to call that. So when I'm on defense, I got to do the same thing they're doing. So uh, you just got to understand how the game's being officiated. It's crazy. I'm watching your offense become almost like a defense. 
Um, y'all are scoring the ball at such a rate, and then y'all got the players. It's another thing I love about y'all, man. Y'all are young and wild. That's like a two-in-one question. I apologize. I'm going here. Uh, but when I'm watching y'all, bro, the offense is so efficient that is it is it fueling y'all on defense? Is it is it kind of like, oh, yeah, we just got that. Obi Toppin caught the dunk back, now we up. Is that, is, is, is that what I'm saying? For sure, 100%. Because, I mean, you got to understand, some, I mean, sometimes we ain't getting stopped. So it's like our best defense is like we got to get out and run. Right. So when you score and dude falling out of bounds or crying to the ref, I'm like, give me the ball, let's go. We're going to score right back. You know what I mean? Like that's, a, that's the way we approach it. And I think like anybody else, when your offense is clicking, it's mm. empowering to your defense. You know what I mean? So, so it's like... We just hit a three. Uh, we just hit a three, had a dunk. If we get this one stop right here and come down hit another three, that's an 8 0 run. They got to call a timeout. You know what I mean? So it, I think Shaq talked about it a little bit uh, after our, our Celtics game. He's like, you know, they're 28, 29 in defense. They're not going to go to 12. That's not going to happen. But what's going to happen is they, gonna, they just got to get enough timely stops. You know what I mean? And that's where, that's where my head be. Like, all right, we, got, we scored two buckets in a row. We just got to stop. We get one more stop. And we score, they now they time. pressing. Yeah. And if they pressing, they take a bad shot, we score again, now it can really get shaky. So uh, I, I think it's just trying to be even kill, you know what I mean? And, and not like panicking when, you know, teams are scoring because we understand who we are too. We're going to score as well. A lot of that is maturity. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that that reigns from Coach Carlisle. You know, he an even kill dude, that. you know what I mean? And so uh, he's done a good job of that. Us getting Bruce, I think, has helped a lot. Yeah. Like none of us have really played playoff basketball, Bruce coming off a championship, it's always like when things are getting crazy, and even me sometimes, sometimes I'm like, yo, we got to do this, this, and this. Right, Bruce and coming, like, yo, calm down. You know what I mean? So one, that's good. One of my favorite parts of your game is your patience. You are moving at a high rate. You're not out of control, although it looks out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, he got it, he got it, he got it, he got it. Got it. Um, are you hearing the comparisons to Steve Nash and some of the more efficient point guards of, the, of our history? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hard not to, right? And, you know, Coach Carlisle always talks about Steve Nash, J-Kid, guys like that. Um, and I think that they, I see the similarities and stuff, but I also see things that I'm doing that they weren't doing. Facts. You know what I mean? And so Facts. the game is changing. It's different. Uh, obviously, Steve and the Suns were, you know, getting up and down how they were, but we getting up and down just like that, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm, I'm having to do the balance, I think, differently than, because everybody's kind of like I'm the last peer point guard, right? There's not a ton of peer point guards, but I challenge that thought, because I'm like, I'm averaging 26, 27, you know what I mean? Like, Steve Nash, like he didn't, he didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? Like, so that, that's the interesting part. I don't think the NBA, I, to be honest, I don't think basketball is about a peer point guard anymore. It's, it's not a thing, it's kind of fizzling out of the game because, when you're a kid, you're always told you need to do more. Mm. You know what I mean? And so you see the top guys in the game, they're always doing more. And I think that comes from, you know, the era before us, like like Braun and, and guys like that who he's looked to get 10 assists, 10 rebounds, 25. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, we've always been looked at. We need to do more. And so I think the peer point guard is kind of going out of the game and you're looked at to do to do kind of everything. You like the two guard front? You like the two... The two, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I think they, pay, they play uh, Pat Bev and uh, Tyrese Maxey together. And then, obviously, um, we have history with, with McCullum and, and Dame up in Portland, but I'm seeing it more apparent now. It kind of fizzled out a little bit. Obviously, Stephen, uh, Clay, right? Um, but it seems like now two point guards are in the game. Do, are you a fan of the two point, uh, the two guard front? I think it's just, it's situationally based and I think it's based on how people can play off each other, right? So like, 
obviously me being in Sacramento with Fox, right? Two of the elite point guards in the game today. I don't know how it works with us together because we are so elite with the ball in our hands. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so I feel like you're doing Fox a disservice to take the ball in his his hands and probably doing me a disservice to take the ball in my hands, you know? So um, I think it just depends on the situation. There's certain situations where it can work because guys can play better off the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think that we got some good going with where I'm just so ball, you know, I have the ball in my hands a lot. I'm capable to play off the ball, but they want me to have it more where the you know the guards next to me can can have it if they need it, but they 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 used to playing off of it. Answer this for me, because this is for P for later, because me and P argue about this. Um, when you are at that alternate guard spot, and I'm not even gonna call it two, I'm just saying he took it. Now you in that scoring position. Right. That mindset has changed. Yeah, yeah. Right? For sure. It's not a playmaker. It's more of a score direct, right? Yeah, yeah. Would you agree with that? Well, so you're saying like when you're the other guard. So well, like I'm I- say, yeah, I would watch Zim. I play with Zach Levine, a young Zach Levine. And when he was the point guard, I can see him thinking. Sometimes when I'm watching Devin Booker at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I'm, I'm, it's the point guard, so yeah. I understand it. But when you see Zach Levine in that two-guard position, yeah. he's a whole nother animal. That's right. what I was saying. Yeah, for sure. I think I think what the NBA is is a lot is... Some some dudes they just want to touch the ball. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And like so, I think some guys like when they're at that point, like like Brandon Ingram, for example. He to me he plays the game the right way, mm. but he likes to have the ball in his hands yeah. because he he can pass it really right. well. Yeah. He can score in the mid range and yeah. the post, all that stuff, right? And so I think it just kind of depends on on who you are. Now, if Bi's playing off the ball a little bit more, right? And when he gets it, if he ain't touching a couple possessions, right? He gonna Get get to his get to his bag, right? Fire, get to fire, get fire. get to a bucket, whatever. So, I think it's just dependent on the team. Like for me, I have the ball in my hand so much, I'm not thinking about like hey, I ain't touching it a little bit. I gotta get this shot up. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about how can I make the right play. Right. But I do think certain guys, especially when you're in a two guard front, if I'm not touching the ball as much, now when I get the ball, I gotta be aggressive in my touches because. Yeah, I might not touch it in the next couple of possessions, so I gotta, you know, be who I am at the end of the day. Bro, what's you and Rick Carlin? Bro, you sound like a fucking coach in this month. <laughs> Y'all hear this shit, dog? Like, like, I gotta ask you what obviously, you know, your development is is obvious, but what's your Rick Carlisle's uh, relationship like? Cause you sound, you sound like Rondo, dog. This is what Rondo sound like. Yeah. Rondo would sound like Doc. Sometimes we have to slap him, like, nigga, let me hear what Rondo. We don't wanna hear the Doc version. Let me. But bro, what's the the dynamic between you two, man? Yeah, I think um, Rick's cool people. Yeah, good people, man. We got a great relationship. When I first got traded there, I remember we played the Cavs, my first game, and Rondo looked at me from across the court. He's like, "Good luck," (laughs) right? He's like, "Good luck," right? And I'm like, "I went right into that." And I'm like, "Oh, my bad." I'm like, "Oh man, here we go." Come on, producers, where are (laughs) y'all? The fuck? I'm like, "Oh man, here we go." Damn. But me, you know, coach. I didn't really know the plays or none, you know? So mm. coach was like just, and we, to be honest, we had a lot of guys who aren't with us anymore, right. playing up from the G League, whatever. Gotcha. Coach is like, just go out there and play. You know what I mean? So he was just letting me play. And then going into my third year, when we got some more organization, he met with me before the season. He was like, I want to change. I don't want to call plays no more. He's like, I trust you. Go ahead. Mm. And so that, that right there gave me the stamp. Like I was like, wow. oh, like wow. he really believed in me. Facts. You know what I mean? And so we've grown the relationship to where there's a lot of times it happens few times a game where we're at the free throw line and I tell the dudes to run something and coach and I'm like, no, we're not running that. And he's like, all right, you know what I mean? Like he he trusts me and believes in me. And so that that gives me the utmost confidence when I'm out there because he just has all the belief in me. And I think we got a great relationship to where like we can bounce ideas off each other. And when dudes are 
if dudes aren't doing something right, I could be the like, I don't gotta be the bad guy all the time. I go to him and be like, yo, you gotta say something to him. You know what I mean? And he's gonna be like, you say it to him. You know what I mean? And I think our relationship is just real in that way. Uh, I'm really appreciative of, that for, of talk, him for that. Talk about the guys you play with, man. Um, I always mess up everybody's name, <laughs> but I know numbers. Right. Showing my age in here, right? Yeah. But I guess a lot of times I remember, um, uh, obviously nicknames and stuff like this, but I love the kid that came from uh, Boston, Winston. Neesmith? Aaron Neesmith? Neesmith, yeah, see? See see how that whole thing worked? Right. <laughs> but I love him. I love the kid that came from Arizona. Uh, ben uh, Mathurin. Ben Mathurin, yes. Just so we get these names right. Um, I love McConaughey off the bench. I, lo I, 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 I love uh, um, uh, Turner. I, I, I love your team, bro. Yeah. Talk about the guys and the cast. And then I love Brown coming over. It just looks like you guys are having a lot of fun, and whatever y'all are doing off the court is, is, trans, is transcending to on the court. Just talk about some of the guys you play with. Yeah, I think we just, we got some dogs. I think you, got you, some dogs. you, you talked about it. Uh, I think a lot of people are talking about it. We just got a lot of guys who, they want to win. And yeah. we also got a lot of dudes who want to get paid too, you know mm. what I mean? And I think that that's a mutual understanding in our organization. Like, wow. I want to see, like, I want to see my guys succeed, right? So we got four dudes from my draft class alone. We got wow. me. Obi Toppin, Aaron Lee Smith, and Jalen Smith. Right. You know what I mean? And so mm. that's like, those are, all of us have been traded from the team we got picked from, right? Wow. So all of us are coming in here trying to prove something. Mm. Like, not to people around, but to ourselves as well. You know what I mean? And I think that's ultimately what our group comes down to is we got a bunch of guys who are trying to prove something to themselves, right? Like, Buddy Heald has played the most Buddy NBA Heald. minutes right now without a, without a playoff appearance. Nice. Miles Turner, they said... Uh, it was him and Zabonis, they were always like, get Miles out of there. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he ain't going to fit there. He ain't going to fit with Tyrese. They don't roll enough. You know what I mean? We got a bunch of guys like that who are out here to prove something to themselves and others. You know what I mean? And I think we can all connect that way. And we got a bunch of guys who get along. And, like, we go out. When we go to cities, we all go to dinner with each other. It's always like, yo, let's go to dinner. And he's like, oh, I'm already going with him. Come with us. You know what I mean? And we all come together, like five, six, seven of us go to dinner on the road at all times, you know what I mean? So we're a really close group, and I think ultimately what you're seeing is we want to see each other succeed. Like, you watching the in-season tournament, our bench is always the got the most juice to it. The and, most. And everybody thinks it's Everybody thinks like, oh, because they're trying to get the 500K. Now that's part of it. Yeah, I but I think it. it's also like, nah, like we want to win. Like we hungry that. to win. And so I, that's what I love about our group. We, we got a really great group of guys together. Gotta ask you, bro. I'm, I don't. Yeah, when I ask everybody else, nobody catches it. I see it. I see you talking shit, bro. I, I see you. I see the skill. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Am I am I seeing this right? Yeah. So sure. yeah, where did skip come from? What? You know, you know, explain about the skip, bro. The skip is when you feeling good. The skip huh? was just in the moment, oh. right? We was playing at Atlanta. Yeah. And I had like four or five in a row, and I'm like. Man, I'm going crazy right now. You know, so it's just the skip just happened naturally. And now everybody thinks it's like my signature. I'm like, no, nah, it was just it in is. the moment. It was just in the moment. I'm, but like even yesterday, everybody keep gassing up the 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 watch, you know. It was just in the moment. I didn't I didn't think like, oh, I'm gonna do this. No, I was just I was just in the moment having fun. Like I and everybody, you know, like me and Dane, like I got I part of the reason I wear zero is because Damian Lillard, right? Like that's a like that's somebody I looked up to growing up. So to be able to have the opportunity to compete against him means the world to me. It's like it's fun. Like we we were we did a three point contest against each other last year. We were together at the All Star game talking. Like got to know him more. Like that's the great part about the NBA. Like your idols turn to rivals, and like 
that's the great part. Like, I, I grew up a diehard Bron. Bron fan. Like, being honest, I couldn't stand you growing up. You know what I Yo, mean? I was like, just going to ask you. Yeah. I see how you looking <laughs> at me now. I couldn't stand like, you growing like, up. Like, I'm like, man, boss, I can't stand right. up. You know what word. I mean? So, I'm like, that's, that's, like, that's the best part about the NBA. Mm, I love it, bro. You got to explain that shit, bro, because you know what, too? That's you. That's your energy, and that's, I, I love that, bro. Like, I got I to gotta say this, and I'm not comparing either two, but, bro, you can't, you're coming off like Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero, when you, like, not to say that you weren't on the spectrum, but what you're doing right now and your efficiency and how you're playing and how you're, the, the, the Halliburton effect <laughs> um, is, a real, is a real effect. And I'm just, I'm just watching you grow in front of all of us. Gilbert, when he came on the scene and hit like that, we was like, what? He looked up, gave Kobe the 60, and looked up, I'm like, God damn, that's, that's how you hit in the league, bro. So keep going on everything that you're doing. Um, I gotta, I gotta also ask you. Um, I know you was a Wisconsin kid, bro. Take me through that. What part of what part of Wisconsin you from? I'm from Oshkosh, so I'm from like an hour and a half oh, north yeah. of Milwaukee. I know Oshkosh, Prakash. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> For sure. No uh, but yeah, just that's where I grew up. Uh, I always had to, you know, Milwaukee's where all the all the bump is, all the con mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. competition. So I used to drive to Milwaukee three, four times a week just to. Workout and my AU wow. team and everything was there. So you go uh, for snow and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, when I got traded to Indy, I was like, Bet. I was like, it's five hours from the crib. Like, not like in SAC, everybody had to, you know, call me a month in advance, book a flight. Mm -hmm. My dad drive, drive up for every home game. Like, mm -hmm. he's not gonna miss a game and he ain't ready to move out of Wisconsin, so he drive for every game. You know what I mean? So wow. that's the great part about being in Indy is like, I can relate to the fans, I can relate to the people. Like, I understand like how they grew up. Like I grew up the same way, the Midwest, and being overlooked your whole life. And like I, I can relate to these people. I think that's what they appreciate about me. I love it, man. I love it. What's your vision for yourself, man? Like what's what's your what's your overall vision for yourself, man? When you see yourself, like like what's the end goal for you? Yeah, I mean, I just want to have a lasting impact on this game. Mm. Like that's that's that means more to me than anything. I want. Uh, I, obviously, I want to accomplish everything I can individually. I want to win championships. I want to do all that. But I think what matters the most to me is like leaving my imprint on this game and a mm. legacy. You know what I mean? Like I'm the first NBA player from my area. Like nobody's ever done this before. That's you know cool. what I mean? So I want to like have a lasting impact where, you know, kids and their kids are looking up to what I did. You know what I mean? And so I want to leave my imprint on this game and uh, I just want to milk every ounce of God-given ability that I'm, you know, I'm given and the, the opportunity that I have here, you know what I mean? So I don't take this for granted. It's a crazy, crazy situation I'm in right now and my life is crazy, but I wouldn't change it for the world and just, I wanna keep getting better. Like I don't ever, I know I got contract this summer and it was like, people think like that's the time to chill. Like, nah, that's the time like, I gotta go harder. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta prove it like, it ain't, I ain't here to get one. Like I'm here yeah. to get two, three, right. or right. as right. many as I can. You know what right. I mean? So right. uh, just keep going and, um, you know, I don't want to put a, I don't ever like putting a ceiling on it, you know, because you don't, you don't know what could happen, you know what I mean? So there ain't no ceiling for me. I'm just, I'm, I've already blown past what my expectations were to get here, and I'm going to continue to blow past expectations moving forward. Um, growing up, man, um, I know you probably had a number of different influences, but um, who was that one player or players that actually gave you the belief that, you know what, I man, I can do this, or, you know what, I'm going to try this and... Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me it was like I was just obs I became obsessed with basketball around like when I was like 10, 11 years old. Where yeah, like me too. I was like 
I know where every player go to college. I know where every player done played. It's like, I'm, I'm obsessed with this. You know what I mean? And so I don't think it was anybody specifically, but it was like, I just became obsessed with watching. Like I would stay up late to watch the Clippers and watch like CP and watch Steph. Like I remember vividly, like my, one of my best friends growing up, Jose, we used to walk to school together. And I remember when Steph dropped 55 in the garden and like before that, I was like, Steph is the next one. You know what I mean? And like, so like to see that growth and stuff, that always like, that was fun for me. And so like, it was, it was just like becoming a fan of the game and just becoming obsessed with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna watch as much as I can and know as much about the game as I can to get to where I want to go. And uh, like for me, the NBA wasn't a, it wasn't a thought. It wasn't a thought for me. It was like, I got some college offers. I'm like, I'm gonna go play college. And then, you know, from college, I'm gonna try to fight. I'm gonna, you know, maybe, have a good pro career, like play overseas or maybe fight to get to the NBA, I'm gonna try. And uh, after I played USA between my freshman and sophomore year with like Kay Cunningham and all them dudes, and they was like, it's gonna be the number one pick and all this stuff. And I was like, dang, I, I belong here too then, you know what I mean? And so I think that gave me the confidence to be like, nah, like I can do this for real. I see your dad at a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. That's who that is? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, who is this guy right here with the, <laughs> man, Joyce? I, I love his energy. Yeah, yeah. Talk about your dad a little bit, man. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, Shout out to Pops, man. Yeah, he got all the love for me. He gonna show me all the love possible. And I think that's what the NBA does better than any league is mm. they... We, as a league, we empower, like, black fathers. You know what I mean? I and I think that's... People can, on social media, get annoyed with the attention that they get sometimes. But it's like, how can you get annoyed with yeah. a man showing love to his son, you know? You can't so get like, enough. You see it with, like... Ja's dad right. and Carly Towns', Towns dad, dad and yep. uh, LaMelo's dad. Yeah, all, yeah. All, you know, I think that means the world. And we talk about like representation matters. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And people always see that. And, and for me, like one day when I have a kid and when he does whatever he wants to do in life, I'm, I hope I can be half the father my dad is to show that love and, and support behind him. So uh, yeah, it means the world. He's there all the time. My mom there all the time. You just to have your family with you is nothing like it. Says everything, man. Family's everything. Shout the pops doing it, man. Salute. <laughs> I got something for you. I got Go something. ahead. Okay, so you played in Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Like a smaller market, you know, trying to help yeah. bring something to something, right? And I and the people always talk about like, you know, you in India, you ain't never gonna be able to get people to come with you, you know, mm -hmm. to, to to come rock with you. My question to you is like, for you mentally and and your approach to things, what was your approach when you were thinking like, how am I gonna get guys to come want to play with me and like uh, help help build something? So when you spoke about being from uh, Oshkosh, I'm from a very small town in Greenville, from Greenville, South Carolina. And, uh, you know, it's not known for, it's, it's, a, it's football. South, you know, Georgia's two hours. Uh, Charlotte is uh, an hour. But it's, it's a football, it's football world. So no one really came down there for basketball. You know, when I, when I started playing basketball, um, yeah, it started flying and similar to how you're talking. I fell in love with it very early, wasn't good at, and I just chased it. I was super competitive, had a bunch of energy. And um, in my travels, bro, I, I'm used to coming from where it's not a lot of, oh, it's not New York, it's not, it's not Atlanta, it's not none of that. So I got to Minnesota, it felt similar. Right. Like, you know, it's not a lot of expectations here. Um, the guys they had on the team, they was trying to get rid of them and move it around and just, it was just a bunch of moving parts. But I was sitting up here like an avid basketball player. No matter what's going on, I'm still love to do what I'm doing and do it at this rate. I just want to be better. So as I started getting better, I didn't know that people want to play with people that care, have passion. You know, I'm, 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 when I hear you speak, you, you sound like me, bro. I watch a ton of film. I, 
I'm a point guard trapped in a forward's body or a big's body. You know, patterns. I'm able to catch dribble patterns. I'm able to, you know, be able to turn around to the ball and defend it a certain way so I see it. So I, I understand a lot of guard talk, but what you don't know is that you're playing the way you play. You don't know who wants to play with your style the way you play, and that's what I didn't know. Um, I had a very best friend at the time named Stephon Marbury who went to Georgia Tech for a year, and we were real friends, so I knew he was coming out. He came, boom, he got to the team, and now it's him and I. So we start thinking like, man, who else can we get? To? <laughs> and you start changing the ideals of, you know, what this place is. It is small market, but shit, Giannis plays in Milwaukee. Right. They won that moment, right? It's about what teams want to play with what players, and can that team be that team? And that's what it really came down to. And what I learned also in that opportunity is that everybody has to be on the same page as winning. Day one, it started off that. Once we got going and they got the cracking, and we were, we was going and going and going. It was like, ah, now I want this to be my team. I want, and then it started changing on what, what we said the goal was. Yeah. And that changed that whole dynamic. And when that changed, then everybody's going a separate way. Mm. You know what it is. When you're trying to win, everybody's got to be hands, two feet in, two hands in. You know right. what I'm saying? And when you don't have that, yeah, it changes that. But um, the fact that you are in the small market doesn't mean anything. Yeah, for sure. Man, Indiana is God yeah. when it comes to basketball. Basketball is religion there. Y'all going to always sell out. Y'all going to always have people that care, booing, chanting, being there, going to go store, high-fiving, pumping gas. Hey, keep it going. That's the inside that you got that when you're on the outside and you're in Cleveland or you're in Detroit and you're looking down in Indiana and you're looking at that shit coming. But when you're in the inside looking out, you it's all sunshine in here. You got you got the whole wall behind. You got fans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Y'all y'all got a spirit in Indiana. And I see it in the crowd. They following you, bro. You got it, bro. You little boy blew out this motherfucker. You hear me? You were it, bro. You were the Halliburton effect, bro. I'm, I'm watching you. Yeah, I, I talk about the jaw effect a lot with Memphis, and obviously you see how they, it, it, bro, you got it. I'm a fuck, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm the, whew, I sit here and I watch this shit like I'm a, like I'm an omen. Like the whole robe sitting up here watching you, bro. I watch everything, I watch everything. That's why I sat on the floor last night. I didn't get to catch all game, but I wanted to be on the floor to catch and see and watch and analyze and see what I'm saying. My girl was sitting there trying to talk to me. I was just like, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, I hear you, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. but I love it, man. And I see what you're doing, and you're changing the game. So, believe in what you're doing. I see, I see the work that you're putting in, because you just don't wake up and be like this. Keep doing what you do. You know, say less and hear less. You know, follow that heart and what you're doing. We got you something. Yeah. And yes, my friend, you are in the fucking conversation. I appreciate you, know you. Real shit. Yes, sir. My dog. Keep going. I got you. My dog. Thank you. You got a nickname? I don't got a nickname. You ain't got a nickname? I don't think so. We got to come up with a nickname. Everybody's, you know, growing up, it was Ty, and now I'm Reese. And, you know, I, I, I don't got one yet. None, none stuck yet, so we got to figure it out. Mm, and I think Halliburton owned by Dick Cheney or something, right? <laughs> like some, some other shit, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? We got to come up with a dope-ass nickname, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, thank you for coming on, yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Thank Anything you. you think I can help you with, man, you let me know. Of right? course. It's love, Lord. Yes, sir. Right? Man, you know what it is, Tyrese Halliburton, y'all. KG certified, yes, dude. Yeah.